Welcome to another edition of Inside the Economy. I'm Larry Howes. Thanks for joining me. I want to talk about a couple of things this edition, mostly the shifting economic prospects, both in the U.S. and globally. The uh, numbers, well, there's nothing going on very exciting. We got new lows in unemployment claims. Great. Unemployment is still 3.8%. It's going to stay there for a while. Inflation is slowing. We're anticipating where the first estimate of GDP is in the first quarter. Hopefully it's two, two and a quarter, something like that. Just where the Fed wants it to be. Let me start with the shifting economic prospects in the U.S. and globally. The U.S. economy is growing slowly. It has slowed. There is nothing on the horizon that suggests the growth in the U.S. economy is going to slow further or certainly not stop and create a recession. We're going to set a record this summer for the longest expansion post-World War II, and it's going to continue to grow. Recession is the end of an expansion, nice technical term. There's not one in the foreseeable future. No one's radar screen has got anything in sight except for a few corrections in the S&P 500. And it wouldn't surprise me if there were two of them in 2019. Market's only up 18% so far. So expect some corrections. It has nothing to do with the growth of the economy or the underlying strength in employment or wages or any of the big things. It's just what the market does short term. Housing affordability is coming down in part due because the Fed has stopped and mortgage rates are coming down. And you notice the cyclical pattern of housing prices. The median price right now is about 261000 Yes, home prices peak in the summer and at the bottom in January. That kind of goes on forever. But demand is still there. Supply is okay. There's no bubbles there. And affordability is down because wages and mortgages are doing everything, helping the consumer. The Congressional Budget Office puts out one of their studies and they like to use a term natural level of unemployment, which they think is like 4.6%. Unemployment right now is 3.8. It's going to stay in the threes for a while. It might go as low as 3.5. The arithmetic on that is a little hard, but 30% of the time since 1980, the U.S. economy has been below its natural rate of unemployment. It's not a particularly important number, but it does have a big impact on how things are shifting out there. Milwaukee has had such expansive growth in manufacturing and hiring in 2018. It's rented enough commercial property of all types to move up to number 13 in the U.S. That's in commercial property occupancy. And that's competing with people like New York, Southern California, Seattle, Houston, Having little Milwaukee move up that far it suggests there's a lot of new manufacturing going there, and there is, and I've mentioned that before. It's right behind Cleveland, which is number seven, and Atlanta, which is 14. There's a lot of things moving to the Midwest. Property values are low. There's a good labor force there. There aren't some underlying taxation and another issue, water, that I'll talk about later. This... I know it's a weird looking graph, but it's something I look at every now and then. And the key to this and, and the purpose of this is demonstrating how many states have unemployment 
like 6% or higher or 5% or higher. The key to this is look for the red or the yellow. You'll notice right now there isn't any. All of the states, including Mississippi and New Mexico, are having lower and lower unemployment. They're all employing the people who want jobs, driving the economy. We're going to have record federal individual income tax revenue this month, and the month isn't even over yet. For the first time in a long time, federal revenue is going to exceed federal refunds in income taxes. Some of that's the new tax rules. Some of that is the modification and the improvement in the withholding tables. But predominantly, it's that more people are working and they're making more money. That's the big issue. Tax revenues are up. Another issue that's going on, there was about $100 billion invested from foreign sources in the United States last year, just in commercial properties, half of which was from Canada. Canadians have made some large REIT purchases, big institutional purchases. They understand very well where the prospects of a good, healthy economy are. They are buying everything they can get their hands on. Even the French are trying to move more money out of France into the U.S. Everybody else drops off in significance. Canada has enough money. They've made huge gains both in Toronto and Vancouver. They're transferring that money down here. Agriculture, huge part of the United States. And this is a 15-year study they just completed a little while ago. This is basically the number of farms over 2,000 acres and where they're moving and where they're leaving. The red is the states, California, Washington, and Oregon, that have had significantly reduced large farms. They've moved to Iowa. They've moved to the Midwest in many respects. Again, low housing prices, reasonable workforce. The price of farms has been down. It's been kind of in a slump for four or five years, but it's water. If you own 2,000 acres of strawberries in the Imperial Valley, you got to rethink your long-term prospects. Predominantly, what we have, and this is Lake Mead. It is a monumentally important issue. No secrets here. This is off the Lake Mead webpage. They are not replacing the water that California, Nevada, and Arizona are using. Everybody knows the Colorado River has been overcommitted since Herbert Hoover divvied it all up in about 1934. Don't blame Herbert Hoover. You can just look at people will use all the water they can if they can just turn the tap on. 2019, those of you who joined me in Colorado and having waist-deep snow, great. It has gone down the Colorado River, and California sort of got out of a short-term respite from their ongoing drought. All of their reservoirs are full. Edwards, Shasta, a lot of them. They're overflowing with water, except for Lake Mead, the big one. Lake Mead's got about eight more feet before the Bureau of Reclamation says, well, we're not shutting off the tap. We're turning the tap way down because it's much more important for Hoover Dam to generate power than it is to send irrigation water to the Imperial Valley or irrigation water to Phoenix or a number of other places along the line. It is water. 
you're in the farming business, it's an important issue. They're moving. It's going to have some consequences. California is right now doing a lot of boutique farming. A lot of them are vineyards, a few avocado trees, relying mostly on aquifers. Nevada and California share a number of traits with a lot of these aquifers. The most important is that they can't be recharged. You basically need an ice age to recharge these aquifers. And given the trends of what's going on global temperature-wise, I don't see an ice age in the near future. It's going to be a huge issue. It's going to have huge impact on manufacturing, properties, everything. 2019 is not going to be a bad year because all the regular reservoirs as well as Lake Mead are not going to have any changes in people's habits where they put their boats. 2020 will probably be different. Finally, what the media calls globalization, which has really been a huge part of what's going on globally in the economy in the last 15, 20 years, the World Trade Organization. I've mentioned this before. It's basically over. Globalization is not going to stop. It's going to slow significantly. China's economy is having to adjust. Japan is adjusting. European area is adjusting. There's going to be fewer stuff purchased by the United States. And over the course of time, we're going to be manufacturing more of our own domestically consumed stuff here. Or simply buying it from our two most important trading partners, Mexico and Canada. Okay, that's really all we have for now. I'll keep my eye on everything. If you have any questions at all, just send them along to info at shwj.com. I get them. Happy to respond. Thanks for joining me.